Hi, this is Mackie Shulstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. My topic today is resistance exercise improves post-meal glucose levels in pre-diabetic men. Pre-diabetes, which affects over 86 million adults in the United States, is established by achieving a fasting blood sugar in the range of 100 to 125 milligrams per deciliter and or an impaired glucose tolerance test. The good news is that prediabetes can be, in many cases, returned to a normal blood sugar status with appropriate positive lifestyle changes that involved a combination of dietary restriction and exercise. There is also evidence that type 2 diabetes may be reversed with more invasive strategies, such as bariatric surgery, in a select overweight and viscerally fat population. Visceral fat is abdominal fat. According to research, a single bout of pre-meal resistance exercise improves postprandial glucose metabolism in obese men with prediabetes, which appeared in the April 2021 issue of Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise. Diabetes, the 2002 Diabetes Prevention Program research study demonstrated that lifestyle interventions which targeted a 7% weight loss with 150 minutes per week of moderate intensity endurance exercise reduced the incidence of type 2 diabetes by 58% and was significantly more effective than treatment with metformin, that is a diabetes medicine, alone in individuals with prediabetes. Yet, there is insufficient research to establish the effects of resistance exercise on glucose metabolism in pre-diabetics. Some evidence has demonstrated that in older, overweight subjects with pre-diabetes, 12 weeks of resistance exercise improved glucose tolerance, but not insulin sensitivity during an oral glucose tolerance test. The medicine and science researchers from Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis and the Department of Orthopedics, Duke University in North Carolina, chose to establish the effects of a single bout of resistance exercise on post-meal, that's post-prandial, that means post-meal, glucose metabolism after a mixed meal in obese, sedentary men with prediabetes. Ten sedentary prediabetic obese men enrolled in the randomized crossover study. After an overnight fast, the participants were guided to to complete a single session of the resistance exercise, that being seven exercises, three sets of 10 to 12 repetitions, at 80% of their predetermined maximum strength, or an equivalent rest period. After the exercise, the subject consumed a mixed test meal while simultaneously having an intravenous uh, glucose infusion to establish their basal and post-meal rate of glucose appearance and disappearance from their plasma, insulin sensitivity, and an insulogenic index to measure beta cell function in the pancreas. Skeletal muscle biopsies were obtained 90 minutes post-meal to evaluate what's called pyruvate-supported and maximal mitochondrial respirations. Whole-body carbohydrate oxidation was assessed using indirect calorimetry, according to the researchers. The researchers concluded that 
A single bout of exercise, that being resistance, moderately reduce the glycemic response to a mixed meal, significantly improve insulin sensitivity, and reduce the glucose normalized insulin response in these obese middle-aged men with prediabetes. It was also noted that there was limited effects on the post-meal glucose clearance, insulogenic index, whole-body carbohydrate oxidation, or skeletal muscle pyruvate-supported respiration. As with any such research with a small group of subjects, additional research is needed to determine how this resistance exercise brings about positive changes after a meal, which typically in the U.S., is high in fat and sugar. Before you embark on changes to your exercise or diet, especially if you're a male who is sedentary and obese and known or undiagnosed prediabetes or type 1 and 2 diabetes, check with your primary care physician. If you want more information about this and you want to read this study, go to maxwellnutrition.com, M-A-X-W-E-L-L nutrition.com. You'll find that and much more, especially down at the bottom in the open access uh, research. Um, You'll find um, a wealth of information. You'll also find a a, a very diverse section of wellness-related products all made here in the United States. And this list of products is going to grow exponentially over time. It takes a lot of time for the Maxwell people to find products that meet their mission statement, that's down at the bottom of their page, and their vision statement. This just isn't throwing products up there. And it is growing um, by... By month, every month you'll see more. But again, read the mission statement, the vision statement, and you'll understand why. It's the only site in the country that I've found that is going to use their mission and vision to select products. Eventually, you'll see an advisory board of a who who of a who's who coming out uh, in 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 the, uh, the education, medicine, and um, um, notable individuals. Uh, but that will come and release uh, in the near future. I'm Mackie Shulstone. Until next week with another Maximum Wellness Podcast, as always, I ask God to bless and keep you safe, healthy, and prosperous in this ever-changing COVID world. And I'm back from working with Serena Williams. And may I wish her that she will have the warrior instinct every time she steps up to that white line on the European Clay Court Tour. Hopefully she brings and sets the mark for the records coming up uh, that she will pass Margaret Court's records. But it will take a warrior instinct to go out there and do that. I'm Mackie Shulston. I'll talk to you next week. Be well.